While the coronavirus has caused a crisis of physical health for thousands of people the world over, more still are grappling with the mental toll of the pandemic. From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Saturday, April 11th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Every day on the News Brief, we talk about the physical challenges of the coronavirus, from infection rates to equipment shortages and a whole lot more. But this pandemic is a mental battle as well. We're all stuck inside, our routines have changed, and frankly, it can all be pretty scary. But this is where we find some good news, because while we don't yet have a cure for the virus, there are mental health professionals offering treatment for these challenges every single day. Christopher Riggin is one of them. He's a psych mental health nurse practitioner for MindPath Care Centers, and today I'm speaking with him about tools and techniques available to people struggling with mental health during this difficult time. What I'm hearing from a majority of of the people I talk with is now that uh, a lot of people are working from home and you have uh, their kids being taught, you know, the education from home and just everyone just sort of being just cooped up in the house together doing everything, that separation of where you used to have a comfort from home is sort of starting to blur. Um, I've tried to reference to people, it's it's best to still try to have that comfort of home there. Uh, and the way you can do that is you can set aside uh, uh, certain places that you would do your work. So you would, you would uh, if you're working from home, try to have like an office space or at like maybe the dining room table or something to where that's where you would do your work. Same thing for kids when they're doing their online education. Don't do it from your room. Don't do it from on the couch in front of the TV. Try to find a place that you can go to each time that uh, will get that routine, that pattern going. So that way, at the end of the day, when you feel like you need to relax, you need to separate from from everything you've been doing that day, you can feel comfortable sitting on the couch watching TV or you can rest and feel comfortable in your room where you don't have that blurred line of where Am I doing my schoolwork? Am I doing my my work from home? That separation will be there. What about relationships? How have you seen it affecting people in the sense that I can I speak from personal experience? My parents are both in their 60s. Uh, My mom specifically would be in a higher risk bracket uh, for this. And obviously, I can't see them right now. And that's been difficult for both of us. But on the other hand, there are folks who are now cooped up inside with their families. So it seems like there's several different challenges around personal relationships as well. Yeah, um, what we've noticed a lot with that is the typical family today in today's society was a very busy, on-the-go, hustle-and-bustle type family. So you'd either have both parents working, um, and then a lot of the kids would be in after-school programs. So the family dynamic actually being together was very short-limited. Uh, it was usually for maybe dinner or something like that, maybe uh, an hour or so at the end of the evening before people go to bed. But that was pretty much the time frame that people were spending together as a family. Um, and now that's sort of uh, not the norm anymore. You're around each other pretty much all day now. Um, sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. Um, and what I mean by a bad thing is if you haven't had that good communication um, with your family and now you're sort of forced to have that communication, it can cause anxiety to rise. It can cause people to become easily irritated with, with each other. Um, so a good way to, to 
improve upon that is still take those breaks, you know, kind of separate yourself, go, you know, have some time in your, in your room or um, you can go for a walk outside. Even though we're still quarantined, we still can go outside as long as we keep social distancing, you know, take your dogs for a walk or just take a little walk around the neighborhood, something to sort of break up that, that confinement of everyone together. And what about for, for folks who are looking for resources, looking for, um, for, for guidance, what resources are out there right now? We've been hearing a lot about telehealth services where people can connect to therapists and, and various you know, doctors and medical professionals as well online, but just also personal tools and things that people can, can uh, reach out for during this time. Sure. Um, as far as telehealth, that's a great question. Um, telehealth is not new to the medical field. We've had uh, been using it for, for years, um, but it's starting to be more mainstream now because of the, the social distancing and because of the quarantine. Uh, here at MindPath Care, we uh, have a great telehealth system. Uh, we call it Direct Care. Uh, you can access that by going through our website. Um, we suggest that our current patients can can adjust their inpatient office visits to direct care, as well as new patients. We're taking on new patients now. We want to make sure that we are accessible for people in these times of high stress, in these times where you may start to also have more symptoms of depression. Um, we want uh, people to know that just because they are at home does not mean they're not being uh, looked after. They're not being managed. We want to reach them where they are. We can send prescriptions via the uh, what they call e-scripts. So we send the prescription straight to the pharmacy so you don't have to come get it. Um, and then some pharmacies are mailing prescriptions out. Um, others are having you to come pick it up. But uh, direct care and telemedicine, it's definitely effective. Um, insurance companies now are starting to recognize that, that you can get the same quality care uh, through direct care as you can in office. And that's our, our primary goal. We didn't want to have a least or less effective way of doing things just so we can get it out to you. We also want to maintain that, that effectiveness, maintain that superior quality we were giving in office through our direct care system as well. Even though a lot of businesses and a lot of places have shut down, communication is still wide open. We got to remember that. We still have to contact people, let them know we love them, let them know we're there, um, and let them know we're going to get through all this together. My thanks to Chris and MindPath Care Centers for their knowledge and assistance with this episode. If you are struggling with mental health right now, I want to reiterate that there are a lot of resources available to you, including telehealth services from providers like MindPath to toll-free hotlines and online support groups. Take care to keep yourself healthy both physically and mentally, and we'll all get through this together. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Saturday. April 11th, 2020. As always, if you like the information and resources you get from this show, let us know by leaving a rating and review on whatever podcast app you use. Plus, while you're there, subscribe to the show so you don't miss our daily updates. Thanks for listening.